Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the DistroProds.com video games podcast. Dead, we got Alex. We're still doing this? Yeah. Yes, we are. And Cave. That's a way to start 2020. Yeah, it's only been a month. Like, honestly, that's not that bad. We just missed one show. We've done worse. We have done much worse. It just feels, well, it feels longer than it was because that was coming off the holiday season where we were off for a while. Yeah. And then we did one show and then we were off for another while. <sighs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, Good we're back. Um, hopefully. We'll be back. We have this. And then I think. And then the, the next episode will be after I have moved because, hey, I'm moving. And hopefully my internet will be set up by then. Yeah, we might have to uh, go on a temporary hiatus while Dead Man gets. It could just be me and Cave. Yeah, and who's going to edit the audio? I don't know. (laughs) See, (laughs) yeah, like I edit this thing to a master track. Unless you guys are, unless you guys find a way to record a master track. I don't even know how to how to do that. So, (laughs) (laughs) like, you never have to worry about me trying to usurp the site from you, Dead, because I don't know how to do any of what you do. Yeah, there are many reasons why I am the one who is on every show. <sighs> but anyway, enough inside baseball. Video games, we've been playing them. Okay, have you been doing something that Byron on a Mission is annoying? Oh, uh, so you want me to talk about um, uh, Dragon's Age Inquisition? Uh, well, first off, I finally beat the damn game. <laughs> it's one of those games where I, st- I have uh, restartitis. Yeah, I'll I've- start the game over again and again and again and again. And I finally was like, you know what? I was playing this playthrough as Santa Claus. Let me finish. Because you want to yes, start a new I, character, I assume? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was playing as an Ice Mage Santa. Um, and, like, I it, like I couldn't bring, like, specific party members with me unless, like, they're, unless they were required for a quest. So I couldn't, re- I couldn't bring anyone who, like, would generically by the universe's rules be put on the naughty list. Which meant I couldn't bring half the party with me for <laughs> the beginning the no- of the game. The naughty list and the dragon cast of Dragon Age Inquisition. Th- so this wasn't actually this wasn't actually my challenge play playthrough that came up later. This was just me putting like arbitrary constraints on myself. So like so Cassandra. The- yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's it. Uh, no, I could bring Vivian. Once I br- once I unlocked Vivian, I could bring Vivian. Um, because she was air quotes good but those were the only two party members I would allow myself unless the game required me to bring others so it was very very difficult because I had Santa Claus and Angry Woman (laughs) for like the entire beginning of the game Um, I also eventually allowed myself Cole because I was like he's not really a bad guy he's just an assassin But, like, for, for the majority of the game, it was just Cassandra and Vivian. Um, but I beat that game um, and unlocked the pseudo-New Game Plus, which basically makes uh, new playthroughs a cakewalk for the, like, first two-thirds of the game. Because you can get equipment that you shouldn't get until end game. Yeah. Um, How do, what does that do? Oh, does it does it turn off that uh, level restriction thing? Uh, no, uh... Basically, uh, you can carry over crafting recipes, and when you craft uh, something, there's no level restriction. Oh, I didn't know that. 
Maybe I should yeah. try crafting some things. Oh yeah, no, dude. You, if you want the best gear in the game, short of legendary equipment, you want to craft it. Well, no, um, I, I ran through one of the DLCs. I got a bunch of flashy new equipment. I'm like, great. I can't equip this for another five levels. Yeah, yeah. Craft it. Craft yeah, it. just be um, ready to jump between areas a lot and run around looking for mineral deposits and other crafting materials. Yeah, yes. leather sucks. Leather is the worst crafting material to gather because you have to kill animals. Uh, cloth can be pretty easy because you're going to fight enemies that come target you. <laughs> it's just... There was, there's one material that I can't remember the name of, but it's one of the like it's one of the stone materials in the uh, basically like the Grand Canyon looking level area. Mm-hmm. And that place is a fuck to get around anyway. And then oh, try, yeah. and then trying to get around to the obscure places where the hard to get material is is another fucking matter entirely. Yeah. In my opinion, there are uh, like in early game collect everything. But in late game, there's like five materials that you really, really want outside of the dragon materials, which are highly limited. Um, and that's uh, Silverite or Stormheart, uh, two absolutely marvelous uh, metals. If you can get Silverite, if you can get one of the Fade Touched variants, it gives you five guard on a hit. Which means rogues and um, mages become unkillable. Because they generate a ton of armor because they attack really fast. And it takes really fucking huge hits to break through all of their guard and then their HP. So you like you you'll get you'll get low on HP, but you won't die. Which mm-hmm. is the trick. I have taken on dragons four to five levels than I should, earlier than I should, because I have that set up. So um next like uh like uh, um Beyond that, uh, one of the really good leathers, I personally like wyvern leather, uh, but gurgut hide is also really good. Um, and then the final thing is you want uh, some silk brocade, because that's a really nice looking cloth, and at that point you don't really care. Um, I also found that cunning is the most important stat, because it gives you stupid amounts of criticals. And pretty much every class has a thing that says, hey, if you get a critical, do awesome shit. So having a high cunning is a really nice boon. Because it, it's better to raise your cunning than to raise your just raw raise your critical percent chance. Uh, for the most part, because cunning has other effects. Um, but this is me micromanaging the game. And actually, like I've been playing on Nightmare. Cause yeah, just thank you. One th- side. I was about to say, just thank you for joining us for this for the latest installment of the Dragon Age Inquisition build guide. Uh, but uh, I gave myself a challenge on my latest playthrough, um, and I hated it. I regretted giving myself this challenge from the moment that I actually started doing it. <laughs> I was not allowed to attack. I was not directly allowed to deal damage in any way. I couldn't hold down R2 to launch my basic attacks. I couldn't take any... I could take damaging abilities to get to other abilities, but I could not use damaging abilities. I regretted this decision. I'm going to say, so how how did you get anywhere? He he ran around in a circle while 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 the fucking NPCs... Oh, no, no, I was helpful. I was helpful. 
but I wasn't attacking. The only time I attacked was the required time to attack in the beginning tutorial where they tell you how to hold down R2. Because I am not like one of those like genius gamers who can figure out how to bypass tutorial sections. <laughs> I'm not one of those people. Um, Do you require did, genius to get by a tutorial? Uh, given that you are led into it and literally the game pauses until you continue through it and actually do it. Like, I'm sure there's some trick to doing it, but I'm not one of the, I'm not one of the players that can figure that shit out. Um, you can't go to anyway. YouTube. If we weren't in a recording, I would just leave this room right now. <laughs> I am dead serious. How dare you you suggest- asked me to talk about this dead. No, I did. I did. And I'm just, just the idea of, I can't get, I can't get the past, oh, man, man, I want to get past the tutorial, but man, I'm just not smart enough. Just that whole, that sentence is something I have never heard and never thought I would hear. Would hear. I think he's talking about like he's not smart enough to hack the game to not require it. I don't think he's talking, no, he's, he's not talking about hacking. He's like. No, I am talking about hacking. Like ah, talking about, see? You're talking about booting the game and going into the source code to find the fucking tutorial section and just delete it? Yes. Or to find, like, go into the source code to find if there's a way to bypass it. But anyway, can I continue what I was talking about? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm going to sit on this for like three hours. Go yeah, ahead. Thank you. And I thought I was the pedantic asshole. Um, <laughs> but after that, I'm playing a mage and mages do have a lot of just kind of controlly abilities. They can throw up walls of like ice and shit. Um, they can buff their allies, they can give them shields and such. So that's where I focused my build. I would throw up ice walls to stop them from moving around. I would, uh, give my allies shields. And then I'd basically just, like, sit in the background, avoiding generating any aggro, just so that I could keep healing the party, <laughs> keep rezzing them as they dropped. Because it, it was a very boring playthrough. But I beat the game without attacking outside of the tutorial. And that was that was the playthrough you decided to beat the game with, the one where you can't attack anyone. Oh no, 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 no. I beat the game many times before that. Oh, okay. I chose to do that because I had stupid level gear. Like I could just like in the early levels, I could just stand there while things wailed on me because I wasn't taking damage. That's how good the armor is from the end game in the beginning. Um but yeah, uh, I enjoy Dragon Age Inquisition. Never going to do that playthrough again. Yeah, why? I don't like I kind of understand the impulse to do it the first time. I'm just like, hey, I've already beaten the game enough times. Let me do something different. But if you sit down and go, hey, this game I like, I don't like it anymore. I don't I don't get why we'd continue that. It's like, I like this game. I'm going to make it as hard as possible and frustrate myself entirely. Oh, no, the hardest possible thing I get because people play fucking Dark Souls. Yeah. The, the, thing I don't, the thing I don't get is, I'm going to make this game not fun. Yeah, it, it was a challenge that I regret coming up with. Like, I'm never going to do it again. I might come up, I might find other challenges on YouTube. Um, I mean, there are inbuilt challenges called trials, but I did the entire playthrough with all of the trials enabled. So, there. <laughs> Have you got the platinum yet? Nope, because fuck platinum. It is so tedious. To get so it's the on so there's those there's an inbuilt challenge, and you're just like fuck that. I'm gonna do this other thing. 
Dude, like, I hate like, fucking... Forget the like, actual I, challenges of the game. I want to make my own. No, I hate fucking micromanage examining every item. Search entire fucking maps just to get that one thing that you forgot because the fucking online guy doesn't tell you exactly where the fuck it is. Just, it's somewhere on this map in this vague area. Fuck you, online guides. Show me it on a fucking map. We've got in-game maps that you can literally pinpoint. Fucking show me on the goddamn map, you piece of shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's... That's why I usually go to YouTube videos to find stuff in game I because at least they show you where it is. That. I hate that. I fucking hate that because they don't show you where it is. They're like, "Yeah, I started in this area of the map and then I walked in these random directions for five minutes and look, I found it without any effort." Fuck those videos. God, I usually hate those that, videos. that's usually enough for me. Yeah. And I especially hate them because when I'm searching for a guide, I get fifty fucking YouTube videos. I just want a fucking written guide. Sorry, that uh, like that is something. So Cave's gonna have a heart attack. Yeah, something that's actively pissing me off right now because like so be sure to doing cyber sleuth and I'm getting video guides and it's annoying me. So be sure to send all so be sure to send all Prima strategy guys to Caveman. (laughs) Hey, I'm from that generation, okay, and it's one of those things. Yeah, so am I. I I don't want to fucking I don't want to read a book. All of us. Yeah, we're all the same age. It's one of those well, stupid, like it's one enough, of those stupid anyway. things, and I'll acknowledge that it's a stupid thing. But it's I'm compelled to, I'm, I want to read. I don't want to watch a video of somebody getting lost. And to think, I, and to think, I just didn't want to do this the uh, dance event yet. Never mind all this stuff you're putting yourself through. But moving on, the I, dance uh, event, the one where you have to go to the ball. Oh, wicked eyes, wicked hearts! Fuck that! Event. Yeah, I was, I'm I'm currently stalled because I'm just like I don't really feel because I was like apparently that's going to take like two to three hours. I'm like, yeah, I don't really feel it like doing doesn't that take right two now. to three hours. You can literally bull rush through it and get the bad ending for it, and it doesn't affect your game at all. Don't you, like seriously, what's the bad ending. Um, whichever one you don't want. <laughs> <laughs> like no, seriously. On my first playthrough, I just rushed through it. And oh, okay. I was like, oh, I wanted you all to work together, but guess not. <laughs> oh, well, don't burr, really burr, care because this isn't affecting me at all. Um, I mean, I, I, oh, mean no, I, actually, got, I got a different end card well, that wasn't good. Oh, oh no, yeah, no, no, I have all work together. I just, I just, I just kind of want to kill what's-her-face and oh, leave just things as they are. Just go through it. Just go oh, through that's it. easy to do. Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, it's, I have to sit here. Like, I have to sit here with like a guide open and uh, and uh, like, oh no the, I said the guide main thi- I'm going to trigger thing, cave again. The main thing that you need to do is uh, just make sure you like if at any point you uh, trigger a large loss of um, approval, just load a save and do the opposite of what you just did. Uh because like you need a certain amount of approval to have any control. Um. But you need the bare minimum to actually be able to keep playing. So if you don't give a shit about who gets, like, like all you want to do is the fight, all you need to do is make sure that, um, you know, you actually keep your approval above, like, 10. Because if your approval hits zero, you get kicked out. Uh, and it's not that hard to keep your approval at a reasonable level. Uh, oh, uh, there is one thing. When you hear your character mention, that's the second bell, now I'm fashionably late, book it yeah. for the ballroom. 
Cause that is that that actually shut down my play th- one of my playthroughs. I lost so much approval from being late into the ballroom that I was just like, "Well, fuck this game," and walked away for a couple of days. You're like you're like I'm not. You're not just fashionably late. You're late, late. Yeah. Um, yes. My word, inquisitor. How dare my word, inquisitor? You arrived um, ten minutes late to the party. Five minutes I could understand, but ten? How gauche? <laughs> no, you'd already arrived at the party. That's the part that pisses me off. The fuck? You were already at the party. Well, excuse the well, fuck you, out of me was, for having the runs. This was being late to start dancing. Oh, fuck that. Which you don't do at that time. Yeah. You don't do at that time. It's so the annoying. The Asians are snobby about that kind of thing. They are not the French. Bitch, I am on a quest to murder base, to murder fucking stony Satan. Get the fuck out of my face with this bullshit. Yeah. Um, Yo, Jacqueline, go fucking stab these people. I don't know. You're the diplomat. I, I do love this game. Um, and it's Josephine. Um, okay, Josephine, fuck. I, I do love this game. And I kind of, like, hate the ending. <laughs> like I have I, bought I this hate... game on three separate occasions and I have yet to reach the ending. Well, I won't mention, I won't talk about the ending. But I don't I, care I, at this I, point. I, uh, it's, it's the vast majority of the ending I like. It's like one cutscene... That they, I feel like they kind of shoehorned in, and then expanded on in one of the DLCs that like gave me an ending that was marginally more satisfying. <laughs> ah, the Mass Effect but Three I, model. Yeah, I, I actually I think this is a uh, an issue with the development studio is they uh, they can't write a really good ending because <laughs> Mass Effect One's ending wasn't very good. Like the final fight was great, but then the ending was kind of like. Okay, your sequel baiting. I don't even remember what the fuck the ending was. Mass Effect One's ending is basically like you beat Saren, and then like you know you know how at the end of Star the Star Trek episodes where they're like okay everything's great, and then it cuts to the ship flying off into the distance. That's basically Mass Effect. That's Mass Effect One's ending. Yeah, with the nebulous idea that there's more out there. I mean. At least it sort of made sense because they were just like, oh, so this this is the introduction to the universe and there's going to be more later. Yeah. And then there was, and then there was one that was so bad that was the end of the franchise. Yeah. Yeah. God, the end of that game sucked. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think... I, they can write great stories, but I don't think they can write satisfying endings. Um... And I do, I do love Dragon Age Inquisition. I'm going to be playing it again. Like probably yes. pretty soon. Somehow it they managed a miracle and made a good game. It honestly baffles me that like I now have as many playthroughs of Dragon Age Inquisition completed as I have of Persona Five. Now I can beat Dragon Age Inquisition in a lot less time. It takes me uh, at this point. I've gotten it down to I think thirty hours. To beat Dragon Age Inquisition, um, is that doing everything that, or just doing that? This that's story? Uh, that's doing everything I care about. Ah, <laughs> if it was just doing story quests, it'd be a lot less. Um, uh, uh, but I, I always try and do uh, what I consider personal one hundred percent, which is all friend quests completed, all friends maxed out, um, all all uh, side quests that pop up in my uh, journal completed. All, uh, you know, like, the the stuff that you can easily follow. Yeah. 
Uh, what? What, what? Uh, platform do you play it on? PC or PS4? Uh, PS4. PS4, okay. I made oh, well. the mistake of, attempt, of attempting to get into it on PS3. Oh, well, according to the single-pulled person on how long to beat the the any percent speed run record right now is 30 hours. <laughs> yes! I am in contention for a speed run. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you and that one guy. <laughs> Woo. Um, I, I genuinely don't care. Um... <laughs> You'd think like, like you're looking at, like what are your thoughts was how do I how do I literally hack this video game to make the tutorial go away? You'd think you'd be you think you'd be able to get into the speedrun community. I'll I'll watch a speedrun, but I don't want like I feel like trying to get it done under a certain amount of time would ruin the game for me because then I'd be like oh I can't sit here and enjoy this cutscene I've got to skip past it so that I can uh, go on and do X Y or Z. Because I really I enjoy watching the relationship cutscenes mm-hmm. where they're flirting with each other. Because those are cute, they're cute, and I like that. Well, speaking of you wouldn't really Try be doing, doing any of the uh, you wouldn't really be doing any of the relationship stuff. Yeah, I know. Try doing an old school run of Final Fantasy IX where you have to open the disc to skip through all the cutscenes because otherwise you can't pull it off. Um, but moving on. I went from a playthrough of a game I loved uh, that I hated to a game that I could never actually like complete because I just keep getting distracted from it. And that is Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. I picked it up. I picked up the Switch version, which is my favorite version of it to play. I have it for the is PS4. Don't really enjoy it on the PS4. Because What's the difference? It, uh, it's, the, it's the game feel. Like, the game feels like I should be able to watch something while I'm playing it. And if I'm playing it on my PS4, I can't watch anything. But if I'm playing it on my Switch, handheld mode, let's do this shit. Um, I have put over 30 hours into this game between uh, not being able to sleep, so I'll uh, like give up after an hour and go play it for an hour until I can fall asleep. Or playing it on the toilet, playing it in the car. Um, I've already got, like one of the highest tier Digimon, uh, Mastemon, or Mastemon, or whatever its name is. Um, I played it on PS Vita. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got a Mega. I've got a Mega. Um, I'm working <laughs> towards getting Omnimon right now, and I'm nowhere near endgame. This is just for me, like, being like, oh, I gotta poop, so I'll grind for a few hours. How far are you in the story? Um, chap- I'm not even at halfway. I'm not. I'm like chapter because because this is a warning. You can't. A lot of guys, you can't actually, you know, get, get into late game you, or uh, late game because you have game. to do the side quest for them. Yeah, I know. I know. Which kind of um, sucks because I, I'm, a lot of the story, I'm just like, I, yeah, I don't want to do this. I just want to grind. Like I, I think I've, I'm close. To, I was close to getting like the most powerful one, like period. Which is uh, Beezlemon. And uh, then I'm just like, well, okay, I guess there's no point in finishing the story now. Eh, yeah, but yeah, I can so, see myself ending up uh, treating this kind of like persona and like, all right, I beat it. New game plus time. 
just immediately run through it. Like the only the only thing I that I'm saddened by in this game is that there are no like persona esque like confidant building side stuff. Well, yeah, I think, it, well, I think that's because like persona is the is the outlier in that kind of thing. Persona yeah, is the only but, game I think that really does that. But I want it. I want the little side quest stories with because that's really what uh, makes me wait, turn. That's what turns persona from a like. Honestly, a 15 hour game into a 75 hour plus game for me. <laughs> I mean, Trails of Cold Steel kind of does it, but not to the level Persona does. Yeah, but, that, um, that, was, that was like Persona's whole thing. Like, once Persona 3, I think, like started introducing that stuff, because I think Persona 1 and 2 was just like a Shin Megami Tensei game. Pretty much. But then with Persona 3, that that's when they introduced like the whole. Hey, we took your we took a standard Japanese turn-based RPG and then added a high school dating sim. Um But yeah, uh I'm I love it on the Switch. Um and like a lot of games I'll look at that have been ported to the Switch and be like, "Why the fuck would I do that to myself?" Uh like Skyrim yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, that's, oh yeah, that game is great. Let me play a worse version of it on a smaller screen. Like, yeah. I, like, you I, you don't want to buy I another think, Skyrim version? It just works. I think Cyber Sleuth it looks better on the Switch. Um, And that could just be because it's so small that my brain can't process it properly. I think that <laughs> might be what it I, is. Like, like Cyber Sleuth, as it's like Cyber Sleuth. So I played Cyber Sleuth on the PS4. It was a beautiful game. Uh, for reference. Like, I thought it looked great. Yeah. For reference, um, I got uh three and a half hours in then gave up yeah but why though i don't know i was i was doing it for recordings and at the time i was going through a particularly bad drought of the malaise so i was just like nothing feels good anymore uh get it for the switch <laughs> you have a switch right yeah but i also have two monitors so so like cyber is a game where cyber is the kind of game where you can like where you where you want to like watch something else, I can do that. I do that with Yakuza. Mm, fair. Also, we'll get it on the Vita. Yeah. Also, if I was recording it, then I couldn't be watching something else while recording it. Don't record it. Just enjoy it. If I was recording it, is what I was saying. Because the context in which I played the game was I was playing it for recordings. Yeah, I know. Same kind of thing with like a uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Um, I was playing that game for recordings, and it frustrated me to no fucking end. And it also apparently frustrated the people who were watching me play it, which were Birdie and Trey, former of, formerly of the website Trey. Formerly of this website, I mean. Uh, and yeah, they, they just I just like get messages or comments on the video of like, Jesus Christ, dude. And then, yeah, and then I went, and I got to a point where I was recording a video for it, got so frustrated that I just stopped, uninstalled the game, and sold it. That sucks. Yeah, but hey, the updated version for PS4 is part of a new game as part of the fucking PlayStation Plus this month, so I'll get to try it again. Hurrah. But this time, not running at 23 frames a second. Because fuck me, the PS3 version was terrible. Like it, like it looked fine. World, like I get why people are into this game. It ran like fucking dog shit. 
PS4 version at least looks like it runs at a reasonable frame rate. Yeah, it does. It runs properly. And, and like I said, the Switch version runs beautifully. Um, I was talking about like channel clauses for this. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. Cyber Sleuth on the PS4, it ran fine because it's not exactly the most intensive game. That's true. Honestly, with the number of Digimon on screen at once, it can. Uh, it seems like it should be. You know what I mean? I think, I think their designs are just are just simple enough that like it's yeah, not like, going to overtax. Yeah, the, uh, Digimon aren't exactly super complex models. Mm, that's true. Like it's basically, hey, we scanned in this action figure and put joints on it. I'm oh, sorry, we scanned in this figurine and put joints on it. And it's like, yeah, sure, that works. Like and like even and like even with uh the like like any of the like in game stuff, it's all running at like the it's all like all the in game cutscenes that aren't like pre rendered stuff are all just like the are the like in game kind of thing where it's just like the text box and then a character model reacts and then doesn't move from their reaction <laughs> until you hit <laughs> the next, until you hit the next dialogue thing. I don't think their mouths even move. That actually is making me uh, flashback to literally last night while I was playing Digimon. I was watching Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, <laughs> and the characters sleep like their dead bodies neatly tucked into their beds. Yep. Like, it don't, they don't look like they're sleeping naturally at all, and it's hilarious. Yep. Hey, we don't have to draw a body. Okay, just draw the head and the neck, and then we can just go from there. Let's just go full Hanna-Barbera on this. Because, I mean, you guys' GX budget was, like, what, $12? Ah, that's a little high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. They, they probably have, like, double the budget of Digimon, so, like, what, seven? Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> oh, man, the bounty they must have got when they fucking got that budget. is like, hey, guys, look, I can't animate this tree that's actually blowing in the wind. Hey, uh, 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 that's going to cost us 50 cents. No. Rue half yeah. the frames. <laughs> we'll let you keep it if we can get it down to under 10 cents. <laughs> uh, okay. There, that looks believable. It literally twitched. Yep, believable. Yep. I, I just flipped the image back and forth. Believable. Believable. <laughs> God. Oh, fucking Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Fucking Digimon. Is it weird? Like, like Digimon, but the people who are into Digimon are into Digimon. No one, no, no one really knows much. Like people don't give, people don't give a shit about Digimon except for the people who really give a shit about Digimon. They got to prove that the, it's better than Pokemon. So, you know, that battle really was dedicated. lost. The second Digimon was named. I think Digimon actually came out first. Okay, they fucking lost the second Pokemon was conceptualized. Pretty much. Just Pokemon was... I don't even know if like this is true anymore, but like... It just seems like Pokemon was way more built as a, market- as a marketable IP than Digimon ever was. Yeah, oh, pretty yeah, much no. was, yeah. Like... 
Like, even their fucking mascot character is way cuter than anything Digimon's ever made. Yep. Also, I, it's a bit the, like, I don't think a Digimon was ever trying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't think they, I don't think they want to compete with Pokemon, but the fan base certainly wants them to. Yeah. The fan base is, the fan base is waging the, their fan wars. Like, Bandai doesn't care. Bandai's like, whatever, we made some money off this. Oh. Okay, that's actually interesting. That actually makes things make more sense now. What? So, Digimon was originally invented as the male counterpart for Tamagotchi. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, they came out around the same time. uh, And everybody just used, uh, just played with Tamagotchis instead. Digimon was like, but they're scary looking and they can fight. Yeah. Yeah. Like there like there was actually, I think, a very short-lived uh I, I feel like there was a short-lived series for Tamagotchi as well, a TV show. Um I am looking this up. Uh yeah, there was there was a, it ran uh from July ninety seven to March ninety eight on Fuji TV. And I also wouldn't be surprised if there has been, like, several fan-made crossover games or some nonsense like that. But, um, yeah, Digimon uh, Digimon started out as a uh, counterpoint to Tamagotchi. And, you like, you, you, you would, like, the best thing about Digimon was how shitty the Digimon player was. <laughs> yeah, looking at, it, looking at it, it looks like a piece of trash. It, it was such garbage. I had one, and I was the only person. I was the fucking only person who had one in my entire fucking school. Like, like everyone was like, Tamagotchi, Tamagotchi. I was like, Digimon? <coughs> and no, nobody else had one. out of here, kid. It was me and my brother. And we were like, yeah, we're fighting digital monsters. And everybody else was like, I cleaned up my Tamagotchi's poop. And I was just looking at him like, we will never get along socially, will we? Yeah, I'm going to be the Like, outcast, the player right? itself looked... Do you... This might just—I don't know if this was like a—I don't know if this is like a well, well, like widespread thing, but those like water toys where it was like it was like the ring yep. game where you like you push the yep. buttons to like push water. It looks like that, but somehow less technologically advanced. Uh yeah, it, I know exactly what you're talking about, and yes, it looks exactly like that. Um, Alex, because do you know what the Digimon toy looks like? <gasps> It's like vaguely, but I it's haven't like, seen like a, it. In it's a like a very twenty-four by sixteen fucking pixel LCD screen. Yeah, with three buttons. Yep. It is about. Um, it, it is about. It is a little less than two inches long, and a little over an inch and a half wide. I had the orange one of these. <laughs> Good God. Jeez, yeah, no, I, I never knew a single person with that. <laughs> yeah, because it just didn't catch on in America. I certainly, cer- I mean, I mean, when I saw the, like, the cartoon the, on the, Fox Kids for the first time, I was like, oh, that's Pokemon. The idea is uh, that, like, it's it's a caged beast that's broken free, and now you can use this digital window to view it and help it uh, become stronger as you battle your friends and enemies. And by battle, we mean connect to the tops of your devices and hope the connection actually works long enough for you to fight. Hell yeah, brother. But if you actually bother playing this at all, you're probably going to have a stronger Digimon than your friends. Yep. 
Also, Pokemon did. Like, also, Pokemon did. There were like, there was like it six did? different Digimon huh. total in the like ver- at the very very beginning. There were like six different collections of pixels. Yeah, it was. It was so annoying to try and get one like a specific one because your Digimon would die if you didn't pay attention to it for too long. Like Tamagotchi. Um. There's a reason that Digimon starting forms are just blobs with are just blobs with fucking antenna. Yep. Yeah, but but it it was it occupied me for a little while. <laughs> Digimon, the little Digimon thing. Uh that actually reminds me of uh did you guys ever get the QR code mon- not QR code, a barcode monster scanner things? I think, no. it, I think it was literally called scanners or something like that. Yeah, I, I never even heard of them. I think I know what you're th- I think I know what you're talking about. I've seen like there were, I think actually around the time of Digimon Tamers, there were a bunch of different things that were just like, hey, scan this fucking, like, swipe this card like a credit card, and you can do fucking battle on this on this fucking piece of shit, like fucking Madden football fucking handheld. My mom got me one of those so I'd go grocery shopping with her. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, That's... you can scan all the barcodes you want with this thing, just go grocery shopping with me. Uh, but by the time those were out, my age group had pretty much uh, grown out of them, so... Oh, I never we grew never out really. of that kind of shit. I was always that kind of nerd. <laughs> well, past the point, my parents stopped buying me stuff like that. They're like, "You're too old for that." And the the what the what money I did have, I play, I saved on. Uh, I mean, I spent on video games. So that yeah, was but the end. Um, it was basically the end of my collecting until I was much older. At which point, but I missed the, out the, on all that stuff. The really cool thing about uh, the Cyber Sleuth on Switch is it's also it's a two pack. With Hacker's Memory, and I think most, if not all, of the DLC. Uh, which is really cool. Uh, like, literally. I Hacker's Memory. I, I'm gonna play it after I beat Cyber Sleuth. And then I'm gonna beat, I never beat Cyber Sleuth. That's why I never played Hacker's Memory. I'm like, well, I haven't beat this one yet. Yep, I'm gonna beat them both, and I'm gonna uh, New Game Plus them both. Because I really enjoy New Game Plus. <laughs> I'm looking at my Vita sitting in the corner covered in dust, and I'm like, man, I wonder if it would even work if I tried to play Cyber Sleuth. You should. You should try to play Cyber Sleuth. You should get a Switch and play Cyber Sleuth. And then I have a Switch. Go on. Then you should get Cyber Sleuth, and then we can both go on to Nintendo Online, and you can beat me because I'm not very good at those kinds of games. Ah, uh, yes. Like, in all honesty, I'm terrible at, like, the strategies of, like, actual competitive play. Because oh, I'll, no. I'll get an idea, and I'll be like, yeah, I want to try this! And then, like, five minutes later, yeah, no, um... Good lord, I literally searched Digimon once, and all of my related search histories is Digimon. Fuck you. Yeah, you, gotta, yeah, you gotta watch out for that. That's how they get you. That's how they get you, yeah. They're like, oh, what, you looked at this one? I had my search histories altered just because of stuff I was talking about on the Discord. Nice. Like, that's how sense. That's how sensitive it is. It's like, oh, if you spoke something into the microphone, now they're like, oh, we, did you want to look for this random game you were talking about with somebody else? And I was like, no. And it's, it's kind of creepy that you know that. Yeah. It's like, it's like, man, those cats making food in Monster Hunter were really great. And all of a sudden, nothing but fucking, it's like, hey, did you search for cat food? No. Like, all right, but cat. That's all I. Uh, that's all I've been playing, really. Like I, I've I tried to stretch out a bit of Digimon, but that's really all I can say on it. Alrighty then, Alex. So, much like uh, when I went back to DCU online last time, because they were just giving giving out uh, free stuff to get people to come back, 
I was tempted to return to another MMORPG I hadn't played in over a year. Oh. Uh, Final, Final Fantasy XIV. Right, that game exists. It does. And they were selling the they were selling the entire collection, including all of the expansions, and like thirty in a month of free game time for twenty bucks. So as My much as God. I didn't want to, as much as I didn't want to, I was like, oh no, it's a sale. I must stop myself. Oh no, I bought it. <laughs> now I have to play it. Yeah, I must stop myself. Wait, why am I playing already? <laughs> it's like, damn it, I already bought it. Oh well, guess I have to play. <laughs> Which is. Which is good. Well, see, the last time I played it, uh, I only played the free version, which is only goes up to level thirty. So I was oh, like, oh, only well, level thirty. Only level thirty, as opposed to level. Uh, I think the current max is eighty. <laughs> okay, actually, that is a, there's a fair bit of content. Yeah. So. Uh, so so, I want, so I now have, that I have the act. Yeah. So I just I have a question about this. So I have never actually cared enough to look up what final fantasy 14 plays like or any of the other final fantasy like mmos okay is it just like have you is it just like final fantasy like 13 or 15 with with 14 at least where it's just like the the like active combat with timed cooldown on abilities so it's kind of turn-based yeah well it's if you have you ever played wow or world of world of warcraft yeah or at least know how that plays it's it's basically like that with the Final Fantasy skin. I mean, there's oh, a little so difference. It's, but it's basically like it's like you go to enemies, you you target them, and then you start combat where you'll auto attack, but you can also throw throw in the occasional ability. Or actually, what you're supposed to do is um, there's basically like you have attacks like whatever thrust where you do a special spear attack, and uh, that that has no uh, cooldown or um, like stamina costs aside from like a a brief like you know you have you have to wait a couple seconds before you can attack again but otherwise if you do that instead of a basic attack you'll do that and then there's like okay you have three of those and if you do them in a certain order you can combo them and do additional damage and additional effects so it's kind of like that so instead of taking the final fantasy system that people know and love and then finding a way to make that work on an MMO they just said fuck it made an MMO that looks like final fantasy Final Fantasy Eleven is kind of like that, which is also an MMO based on Final Fantasy. Yeah, and I, I, I know. So, yeah, so I knew I knew that this was I knew the fourteen was the second Final Fantasy. So I assumed that what they were doing was trying to take the more active combat from like thirteen and fifteen and make yeah. something similar to that, but for an MMO. Basically, like that. Yeah. Okay. So. I mean, I've, it's not bad. I've, 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 cer- I've certainly played uh, worse MMOs with worse combat. <laughs> so, uh, oh man, I the one thing, the one, yeah, I do not get the idea. To, I do, not, I don't get the drive to develop an MMO. As weird as that sounds, like hey, like yes, coming from me, the guy with literally no game development experience whatsoever. Or no, or and who knows very little about the actual game development industry. I, I don't get it. From I guess like, it's because it's like one. I guess it's like one long game, but like stretched out over time. Yeah, but here's the thing: like game development already costs fucking millions and millions of dollars. Attacking on top of that, a like develop developing an MMO 
like developing an MMO is a massive endeavor that I have to assume costs more than making just a regular video game. It probably does, but then and again, then, not only do you have to buy the not only do you have to buy the game, you also have to pay for a subscription, assuming you want to do that. And fucking no one does that. Wow, the fucking the fucking be all end all of MMOs has been bleeding subscribers for years. Well, so why would this, why would they think like, hey, the biggest fucking one of these ever is failing to maintain is like like losing its is losing its fucking devoted ridiculous audience? Let's make it. Let's make our own version of that with no inbuilt audience, and then see how that works out. I mean, apparently it works well enough. The game will cost seventy bucks, and then the game costs seventy bucks out at the gate. And you got to pay fifteen. You got to pay fifteen to go to go further than that. We'll do that for. It only costs me twenty. We'll do that for seven months to make it free to play. Well, they've never done that. Like it's never been free to play. It's free to play if you want to play the trial version. The old Republic did that. that, That's the joke I'm making. Like half these fucking MMOs, they go. All right, so yeah, well, right, so yeah, go out. We have fucking retail price and a subscription price. Fuck, that's not working. Okay, make it free to play. Fuck, that's not working. Old, yeah, Old Republic and DCU Online did that. Fuck Old Republic. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I'm a huge fan of Kotor. I'm I love the Knights of the Old Republic. And the thing that actively made me say, I'm never going to be able to enjoy these games, is when they said, it's Knights of the Old Republic 3, it's Knights of the Old Republic 4, it's Knights of the Old Republic 5, it's all of the new Knights of the Old Republic games, and you just need to play it. And I was like, fuck you! <laughs> I mean, it kind, of, it kind of is. No, it's not! It doesn't I have mean, the story it's... depth, the character development, or the background characters for you to interact with and enjoy. It's a fucking paywall-laden nightmare that just doesn't actually have any fun. And yes, I did actually bother playing it for all of 30 minutes before I couldn't actually progress without spending money. Wow, really? After it went free-to-play. I mean, I, I played it free-to-play, and I actually got, like... Sp- fairly into it before I got bored without having to play any put any money into it whatsoever. There was something very specific that they advertised to me that I wanted that seemed like I could get it without spending money and then it was like you need to spend money so I threw the game away. Oh okay. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be why. Yeah. I was like I thought I thought it was like I couldn't progress. I'm like that's weird. I got pretty far. Oh no, it wasn't he couldn't progress. It's like he couldn't get the thing he wanted without paying money. Yeah. It's like I couldn't progress the way I wanted to. Okay. Well, that's a little yeah. different. Yeah. Oh, I want this fancy thing. Well, I got to spend money. Fuck you. This should just be a regular unlock. Go to hell. <laughs> yeah, I know it's petulant. What, what are you trying to monetize your free video game? Get fucked. <laughs> uh, we were just making jokes. No, I'm just I'm mostly annoyed that they decided to release that instead of putting the effort in to make a real game. What did you want so badly from the old Republic? A new one. No, I mean, it was, what was, it was the, the, that one item? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I am so offended by this thing that I want, that they, that they demand money for, that, that I tell, that I shall unsell your game. What was it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't it was, it was probably I mean, like, it was probably like some decorative item or something. I mean, uh, nice of the over, I mean, for what I gathered, like, they were just never going to make another game, like, making it. Making it an MMO to an attempt to get subscribers was apparently the only way that game was okayed, so. Yeah, you were never going to get nice to the Old Republic 3. I think that was some EA stuff. Just like, just like EA at the time was like, all right, so we could spend million, we could spend the fucking millions of dollars or whatever to develop a 
straight up sequel to Kotor, or we could spend even more of that to make it a to make it a service, a service that no one wants. I mean, that was of basically the want MO at the time. Yeah. Like, like let's make everything service and bleed yeah. as much money as possible. Of course, they'll fucking this want this. Look wrong. at that fucking Star Trek thing. They fucking got people to get there. One of these fucking game journalists spent two hundred dollars in a lifetime membership of that. You think fucking Joe Schmo out there won't do that for fucking Star Wars? Yeah, but Star Trek Online, you can actually like fly around in ships and stuff. Yeah, Star Trek Online actually was like I played that for a little bit, and that was actually fun. Yes, it was. Like, yeah, I, I hate MMOs. Period. So. I was like super into MMOs when I was younger. Like I'd get it, I'd get, I'd, I'd specifically get into betas for MMOs that never saw the light of day, <laughs> just because it was wow, really? interesting. Like the the MMO itself, and like I'd find out that it's not going to see the light of day later. I'd find out that the developers developers have abandoned it after I've abandoned the game. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, I really enjoyed MMOs when I was a kid, and then like stopped because I realized how many people were assholes. <laughs> that was oh, my man. biggest problem when I tri- well, aside from the fact that I just never got anywhere with EverQuest and WoW. Like, I played I played EverQuest for like three years and I never got past level 10. WoW was the was one just, MMO that I never tried. I was just so... I, I, had to, I had to play WoW because of a school project for Sirius. Because, uh... Well, I see that. There is... I've never tried any MMO that cost money out of the gate. <laughs> like, if it would have cost me cash, I, I was I didn't try it. Like, all my friends played WoW, and I <coughs> wanted to do a, a report on it, so I played it for, like, half a year, but I never got very far, and all my friends quickly got... My friends either got bored of it or started treating it like a second job. And I was like, okay, I don't yeah, want that's, to go that that's far. Kind of, that's kind of what MMOs turn into. It is, e- it is either you don't get into it, or you get so into it. And I'm like, I'm for some reason I'm even more socially awkward online than I am in person. So I was just like, man, I don't want to bother these people by asking them to party with me. What if they don't like me? <laughs> I feel for you. That's another reason why I actually kind of hate MMOs of just the that. That's what this, this is a good thing about Final Fantasy 14 because it's just like, hey, you need a party? Okay, here you go. Here's a bunch of random people you don't have to talk to. You just have to assume they know what they're doing, and uh, you can dungeon run with them and. Then they're good, and all they'll tell you is like, "Hey, good job, thanks, buddy," and then that's it. Hmm. Yes, except, uh, well, so they added matchmaking I, I to MMOs. Basically, yes. That should be how MMOs handle it, honestly. It's like you go to the quote duty finder, and then you select what dungeon you want to go, and uh, you basically just hit. Ju- I mean, sometimes it takes a half hour for them to organize a party for the people that want to go to this one dungeon, but. Afterwards, it's like, okay, you're set. Good luck. And then it automatically warps you from wherever you are in the game to that one instance. Oh, so you can't do stuff while you're waiting while you're waiting for like the for them to, for them to find a party for you. Yeah. You're not, you're not, you're not just you sitting in, you, you're not just sitting in like a ready menu for 30 minutes. No, 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 no. No, you're good. The the problem is uh, if you're if you're like if you get stuck in like the middle of combat or something and it's like, "Hey, it's time for your dungeon." You have to like run away within like half a minute. So you can you can't just it won't it won't like pull you out of something you're in trouble from. You have to like not be in the middle of combat. Yeah, for you can't work. fast travel when enemies nearby. Yeah, basically. Oh god. Like that. But but the one but the, this is the best thing about well not one the best thing but comparing it to EverQuest and World of Warcraft, it's very easy to just like if if you just run for like 
maybe 15 seconds, so like the enemies will get bored and stop following you. No matter how much, no matter how injured they are, no matter how injured you are with EverQuest, they would never stop chasing you until you were dead or until you left the area. To the point where, like, frequently you'd have, like, a whole train of, like, 30 or something enemies just, like, swarming all over you, chasing you all over the place. And then the instant you left the zone, they would immediately target the next person. <laughs> to the point where to the point where trolls would frequently start a giant train and then run to the end of the zone. And, like, this poor unsuspecting person who just entered would suddenly have 40 guys jumping on top of them. I was just here I, collecting I, mushrooms. I, I, I've read articles about uh, guys about people doing that. Actually, yeah. Another reason I never got into MMOs. I I don't think I can handle that level of griefing. Well, that's yeah. That's why. Well, that's why I sucked at EverQuest because I'm like, if if I screw it up, I'm like, well, I'm dead. Because there's there is no way to uh, escape an enemy if you're if if the fight goes badly. Whereas in at 14, you can just be like, okay, I'm going to back off for a little bit, and they're like, all right, fine, get out of here, loser. Backing ah, down like a ass. coward. Ugh. You also don't lose experience when you die, unlike EverQuest. You lose experience when you die in EverQuest? Oh, man. You, I remember... You used to. That actually makes I mean, me I, think of like when I was a kid playing RuneScape. That might like, have changed because I haven't played EverQuest since 2003. And I've heard the game is like significantly easier to run now, but I'm not going back. I'm I'm not going back down that hole again. Can you lose levels by that? Like, like yes, you can. Fuck, dude, that sucks. It does. At least, at least, yeah, I, like at least, Dark Souls fucking lets you. Like, only, only, when you die, you only lose your unspent XP. No, oh like, wait, not so back in EverQuest. Not only did you die, but you respawned in your hometown completely naked. Fuck yep. that! Your equipment, your that, equipment was on your body, and you had to go back and yeah, loot it. Yeah, I, I know all about that. Corpse runs; those those were a pain in the ass Fuck back in the that. old days. I mean, um, there 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 were characters that could teleport you directly to your corpse, or that they could res you. At which point, you would go back into your original stuff with with all of your uh, equipment intact. But yeah, that actually reminds the, me of uh, when I was playing RuneScape for the very first time. Uh, some high-level player was like, Hey, kid, I'll show you an area where you can easily get a lot of XP so you can level up quick. And, like, I actually... Like, another player saved my like, my, my in-game life. Because uh, they came up to me right as I was about to cross the border into the free kill area uh, and said, Hey, that guy's trying to uh, bait you into, into an area so that he can kill you for funsies. And I stopped, and I was like, Oh... Thanks for the warning, guy. And he was like, "No problem. That guy's an asshole." <laughs> so can't... thanks to that player for helping me not get my game ruined instantly. In uh, in ever in EverQuest, you had to have a you specifically had to turn PvP on, unless you played in the PvP server. So like, unless you were deliberately ready for the risk, they couldn't like randomly kill you. Unless you were feeling punchy. Yeah, and. Uh, in World of Warcraft, uh, unless you, because uh, you know they they have they have the both factions and like enemy, so you can you can fight guys from the other factions, but you also can't communicate with them anyway. So it's mostly just like a random war wherever you are. And uh, it's in almost Final like a World 14, of Warcraft. Yes, World of Warcraft. And in Final Fantasy fourteen, you can only PvP in certain areas. Yeah, that's how RuneScape so. was. There was like one area where PvP was was legal, and 
That's where that guy was trying to lead me. <laughs> like, and he wouldn't have gotten anything. I was a beginner character. I had nothing. So, so he like was doing hack, it just, just like, to be I'm a dick. killing a newbie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, pretty much. Let I me get... feel your despair. It's like, and then your despair is just a fucking 12 year old going, oh man. Well, I guess I gotta start over. Well, in dot, ha- well, in dot hack, they act like overly dramatic, like, yeah. like oh yeah. Gonna, <laughs> oh god, you I'm bastard. Gonna, I'm, I'm gonna PK you so bad, it's gonna feel so great. And they're like, no, please don't. <laughs> I jizz every time I PK. Respawning costs 30% of your gold you have on you, and I only have like 30 gold. Wait, that's actually a good time to respawn then, isn't it? Yeah, the guy's new to the game. There was one guy who was like, oh, it's like, oh no, I got PK'd. Oh, I, dang it. I, oh, dinger. In uh, in Borderlands uh, 1 and 2, I will actively spend up all of my money before leaving town, just so that if I'm feeling lazy, I can die to respawn closer to the town. <laughs> because they take a percentage of your money. And it's like, well, if I have no money, who cares? It would have been funny. Just like a really shitty, funny kind of thing. is If there was a difficulty mode in Borderlands where... Where like where like respawning had a fixed cost, and if you didn't have that cost, you had to re- get a safe scum. Oh, that would be awesome! Just, it, it costs like five thousand to re- to revive yourself. If you don't have five thousand, you're just fucked. Or if it was level based, <laughs> yeah, you have to be experienced enough for them to for them to take on the cost of having to revive you. No, no, no. Once you like, as you level, the cost goes up. Oh, because at the very beginning of the game, five thousand is a lot of money. Yeah, but at the very end of the game, it's nothing. Five thousand. I piss on that for breakfast. Five thousand. Oh, what is that? Half of this gun I don't use. Oh, <gasps> I wager more than that at Moxie's Cantina daily. <laughs> oh, you silly bitch! Five thousand. Here, scrape it off the bottom of my boot. I use it to wipe my ass. Take it if you wish. I give that I give that much to Claptrap. <laughs> Mostly to shut him up. <laughs> he buys a lot of pizza with it, but he can't eat. Yes, he mainly drives on it. He says he likes the feel of the pepperoni in his treads. And this is why we haven't recorded in months. <laughs> <laughs> why are you too busy playing Borderlands? No, because we're dumb. Uh. <laughs> I would just say it like it is because we're. Dumb. I have no idea what you're talking about. I've never played Borderlands. They're fun games. They're very fun games. It's not for everybody, but it's definitely for me. Yes, I'm currently playing Especially Borderlands. Especially when Dad's 3. getting mad because I'm not playing properly. Well, it's not. It's not. He's not playing properly. It's that the like again. I've said this more than once. Like. Like, I, I want to say your friend is wrong. It's just the way he plays it is so antithetical to the way I play it. Yep. Because <laughs> his whole thing yeah, is, because his whole thing is like, so if you haven't watched us play Borderlands 2, we are currently playing Borderlands 2 on the YouTube channel. So you can check us out at youtube.com slash or on the or on the website at destoprods.com. But we, we're playing that game. He's playing as a technomancer and I am playing as a, and I'm playing as, as the psycho. And my playstyle is sit back and let my robot do all the work, whereas his playstyle is run in and fuck everything up. Yeah, like my my main weapons are shotgun and pistol, and his main weapon is hitting the button to open chests two rooms away. 
because what'll happen is we'll run into an area. He'll summon Death Trap, which is which is like the which is the uh, like the, the summon that fucking runs around killing things. Uh, and then he will run throughout rooms, pick up everything that he can. His robot will kill things before I get a chance to, so I don't get second wind. And then. And I'll th- sprint back and pick you up. Yeah, and then we'll leave the area. I'll go do the quest stuff, and then I'll be waiting. And then I'll have to like cut out parts of the video where I'm waiting for him because he's too busy gambling. Hey, in terms, I of- only do it when I'm waiting for you. In video, I in in those re- in, in one of the reasons episodes will be coming out soon. Um, the only time it's happened in game where I have come up behind you and actually stood behind you for a few minute for a few seconds as you were just gambling away, not noticing me there. I was waiting for you to tell me that we were ready or something. God. <laughs> also, it's blatantly not true. Um, I'm specifically go uh, redoing into an an- into an anarchy build, uh, which favors me like spraying and praying with my SMG. So I have actively been in the fights recently. He just doesn't notice because I'm still at the back, letting Death Trap and Dead Man do most of the work, while I'm just spraying my gun into a crowd of enemies. <laughs> So they've gone from oh they're fine. Let me see what let me see what's in this fucking toilet. To ah, are they dead? Ah, okay, now they're dead. <laughs> uh, and I'm just sitting there screaming, and I'm just sitting there going like the Pope trying to come into the ah. And then, and then, because at that point, because that point, my fucking one liner is interrupted by the, my, the by the me dying scream. <laughs> and then I sprint up and pick you up. It has happened so many fucking times where I fucking pop my goddamn like character ability, where I go into like just the full buzzsaw melee kill, and then die a second later. <laughs> you don't monitor your health. Yeah, I don't. I in this playthrough specifically, I have gotten way too in character. I know, and it's not my fault. It is not. Like, like the problem. But I'm the, constantly getting yelled at because Death Trap is stealing his kills when he doesn't monitor his health and gets his ass killed. Yep. You can tell we're friends because of this. The fact that I'm still playing with you? Yeah. Ah. <sighs> Anyway, anyway, what Alex? were we talking about? <laughs> uh, I'm, well, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Final Fantasy 14. Yeah. Okay. Is that the toast one? Is that the toast one? What? I, I don't. The I don't. one where you make toast. I mean, you can make toast. If the you boy so band choose. one. That's 15. No, that's not the boy. Oh no, no, 15. no that's 15. Okay. 14. Okay. Oh, no, the, the, yeah, the one where you're on the MMO, that was what I... No, 15 is just where you drive around. Wow, I really got and, distracted by our conversation. <laughs> I'm going to say, like, I'm pretty sure I was talking about how it's an MMO and how it's a better MMO than the other MMOs I've played because I'm actually not doing too bad at it. To be fair, he had stepped away from most of that conversation. Oh, maybe that was it. So, yeah, so there's, there's, the, there's, the, there's a main story where you basically have to uh, oppose the quote evil empire which is basically the same villain faction from every final fantasy and uh, and then you have your character's own uh, quest depending on your job and in my case i was a la- i was a lancer which which is the spear wielding character and uh, basically every quest for the lancer has this one guy show up and be like you lancers aren't hardcore enough you got to be tougher 
You have to charge into your enemies without fear, and it ends with him getting himself killed. Every time? No, at the very end. Oh, okay. The very end. The very the, no. It's just like this. It's this guy like quote testing your strength so you can go into this super awesome dangerous situation with him because he is so powerful, and uh, then he dies. Well, there you go. And then the guildmaster comes in and he's like, "See, he was an idiot. Don't be like him." Oh, I wonder if. N- Never mind. We'll get to it later. <laughs> Sorry, it was a stray thought that we'll we'll literally get to it later. So don't. And worry since about I'm it. and since I passed the free version, I could pass level thirty, which means. I get to upgrade my job into a dragoon, Ooh. which means you, dragoons. Which awesome. means you, they are yes. You get you get the cool looking dragon armor, and uh, you get the the ability to jump, which means that uh, you have a you have an attack where you automatically jump from the position you're at, jump on the enemy, and then jump back. And then there's one which jumps you into the fray. And then leaves you right there so you can start doing your melee combos. And then there's one where you jump back to let you escape from things. And uh, Dragoons are known for being terrible because uh, they, they have a habit of jumping either into attacks or attempting to jump out of attacks only to fall or yep, do something great. terrible. And, <laughs> they're absolutely uh, yeah. wonderful. So, so my first big boss fight as a Dragoon, I fell right off the platform Woo! and died. Yeah, dragoons. All right, Jed. That that tears it. You and me, we've each got to pick three Final Fantasy classes and build D&D characters based around the ideas of them. Yeah, sure. I call dibs on dragoon. Because I've already got an idea for a jumper. And if you you fall to your death, you can't respawn until the uh, encounter is over, which meant... uh, Oh my god, really? That sounds terrible. It is. It is so dumb. Well, it's because there's only a few places you can fall to your death, but it's like you can't respawn, and they can't res you because they can't reach your body. So then basically... W- uh, if there are only a few places where you can fall to your death, why can you fall to your death? I'm not... Re- well, well, here's the thing. You usually don't... Usually if you take falling damage, but you're not in combat, your HP will just drop to one. But if you're in combat oh, and, you take, and you take falling damage, you can kill you. Then what? Oh, God, that's so dumb. That is really that dumb. Is so dumb. So I went. In, so I went in with my group of four, and I instantly died because I jumped too far and fell to my death. And they had to finish the fight without me. And they mm. did a great job, and I was of no help whatsoever. <laughs> Yay! At least and, I'm not that bad, dead. <laughs> nope, I'm the only one who's. I'm the only one who's driven us off a cliff so far. Them Duke boards are going to have to grow wings to get out of this one. <laughs> and then later on, you you have to you get a rematch with that specific enemy in the same place. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to jump. I'm not going to fall off the cliff. How am I, I already I off managed, the cliff? I no, I stayed I stayed in the fight till about halfway. But there was so much shit going on the screen with all the effects and explosions and stuff. I couldn't see my character, and I just stepped right off the side without even jumping. <laughs> Very nice. That's awful. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> and, I, and then, I, and then I was, and then since since I had nothing better to do, I just went in the text block, and I'm like, I didn't even jump, and I still fell. <laughs> dragoons. They were all just laughing. L- literally, it's like if a dragoon does that, there's an automatic response, which is just lull drag, <laughs> like drg. Is there like an inbuilt hotkey for that, or is there like? No, but that's that's just a standard response when a dragoon jumps into something stupid as lull drag. <laughs> and I was just like, I lull dragged myself, and I didn't even jump. And they that's were like, impre- it that, happens. That's impressive. 
that, that that's some next level dragooning. That, that's that's my one. And the once I got to the high, higher level stuff, like with eight member parties, there's just there's so much stuff going on the screen, and I, I I'm playing it on the PS4, so like I don't have a the, the only way to get a mouse is to like use the you put your thumb on the middle screen, which is really awkward to work with. So like changing changing angles and free targeting and stuff is really hard. So as I've gotten to higher and higher levels, I've uh, Using a PS4 controller with no mouse or keyboard is becoming more and more frustrating. Because I'm like, what's going on? I can't see. There are spell effects filling the entire screen, and I can't move the camera. Nice. So sometimes it's like the effects are gone. I'm hitting air because everyone else had moved far away, and I couldn't see what was going on. <laughs> oh no! God, what are these particles doing on my face? Wait, where did everyone go? Where the ground go? I'm like, I'm like, there's fire and light, and like I'm stabbing nothing because everyone has already moved. I jump over to them, but I'm afraid I'll miss. <laughs> it sounds like you chose the right class. I it did. Like you, it sounds like you chose the right video game. Oh, well, I didn't so like any. They, I didn't like any I of the other initial. I hope your character is named Wiley Coyote. No, really he's named Rathgar. Of course he is. Of course he is. <laughs> And he dies, then you get Bothgar. I found the right gif. <laughs> <sighs> I literally, I found a gif of Wile E. Coyote and sent it to them. That is basically, there was basically Rothgar in the fight against Titan. Like, where am I? Oh. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, I did, I mean, I can change class, because the thing is, all of the cool classes, like, require, well, okay, most of the cool classes require an expansion and like for you to be level 50 before you can become them or, or, well, or so getting back to what I was saying about like, you're constantly re-rolling and dragon age and everything, mm-hmm. which was the, which was the bane of my existence. I never questioned. Wow. Cause I'm like, I want to start a new class. I have to make a new character. So in final fantasy 14, your character can be any class and you can switch freely, but you'll just restart to level one. If you all you have to do, basically if, if like if you equip a lance you'll turn into a lancer if you equip another weapon that you're a level appropriate for you'll just turn into that class so there's quests it's like hey you it's like hey you want to be a healer sure here's a staff equip that and you're now a level one healer that's cool that yeah, reminds me of uh, job classes from I think like Final Fantasy four that is basic that is literally it yeah does the does I'm like sure that's the reference. Like when you switch, does your level retain in the class that you were? Yes, like, it does. Like you start like okay, cool. So you start like a level fifty. So you're at like a level fucking like thirty five. I don't know dragoon or whatever. You go to you go over to healing class, get that up to the thing. And you want to switch back to dragoon. You don't have to, you don't have to start over at level one. You just go back to what you were. No, you're you can just go back to whenever you can, you can be like I'm going to switch to my level five rogue. Like run some low level quests that I ignored, and then okay, it's it's time to uh, to go for a high level dungeon. I'm going to switch back to my high level character. Okay, that okay, that actually is pretty good. That that's very good. Yes, yeah, it is. And uh, and th- and there are with the spe- the special classes which they don't have a basic class. Like one of them is like the one of them I picked is like samurai, which has like a katana, and it's just like oh you're level fifty, and uh, you're level fifty, and you have the right expansion. Okay, you're just you start as a level fifty samurai. With that's, like all of the with with all of your abilities already pre learned. Nice. That's boring. 
I, I, well, that's, 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 that's basically because I like, it's so powerful that like, it would just be broken at lower levels because of some I of its suppose. abilities. Also, it was intended for players that, uh, like, we're just going to immediately jump into the new content. Oh, which, yeah, that makes sense then. Yeah. So, which was, which is a problem because I finished the main story, which was the final battle was surprisingly easy because I had eight people with me and like, they were just killing everything. <laughs> you didn't drag fall? There was nowhere to fall on that level, thankfully. <laughs> hey, no, uh, but that, that no, was Alex, the one. That was the one. Alex, where- that's quitter talk. You're a good enough dragoon that you'd find a way. I could have. Right, I guess I could have found a way. No, that that was the level where I where like after all the spell effects cleared, I was stabbing at air because everyone had moved <laughs> well and I couldn't see. Yeah. I think you need to turn your particles down. I don't think you can on the PS4. I don't think you can. No, you can. I don't think you can. It's just. It's I think just you need to look and see if there's a way to turn your particles down. The problem is because because you're I'm a close range fighter. Like I was also just like in the middle of all the spells and stuff, which don't damage me. But they do, like, take up the screen, so with all these fiery and light explosions around me, it's hard to see what I'm stabbing at. That sounds like that sounds like me playing Diablo 3. It probably is. Like I, that sounds like Diablo 3 in general. Yeah, like, honestly. I, so, like, back back when I was living somewhere else, a couple guys were staying on the couch, and one of them had a PS4 that he had hooked up to a TV out there. And so, two, and so a couple of them would, like, spend a lot of the time playing Diablo 3. I'd be like, yeah, let me try it. So I got in, and I was like, okay, what do I build? Let's build a monk. I like monks. So I built a monk. Um, I think I managed to hit five things in terms of like hitting things with attacks, and then everything else was me punching the air. That's be- about be- right. Because they were because with them it was okay. Hey, there's an enemy two rooms over. I'm gonna activate my laser, <laughs> and then I'm just like, and I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna punch this thing. How far away is he? Is he far? Is he close enough that my fucking thing will work? I don't know. I don't. I don't have a good spatial awareness of this. All right, let's go. Whoops! Half a foot too far away. <laughs> I burned my special ability for nothing, guys. It's like Borderlands all over again. Fuck. <laughs> but can you? But can you jump to your death? That's the important part. I don't think you can In Borderlands. Jump. You can. Yeah, we, like we yeah we ramped a fucking car over over a cliff to our death. <laughs> we were chasing some. Like seriously, if you're listening to this. Go watch our Borderlands playthrough. It's it's funny. Dead Man is ripping on me constantly, and whenever I watch it, I get a laugh out of it. Um, uh, we we uh we literally uh we Dukes of Hazarded after some bandits over a cliff edge. Yeah, it was right after it was right after getting like the catch a ride stuff with uh, Ellie, and it was like yeah yeah go get the bandits go get the bandits y'all, and we were right out there. It's like oh there's one driving 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 whoop. Oh, there he is. Whoop, there's a cliff. <laughs> I still don't know how we exactly fell over a cliff, but... Oh, because we ramped off of a rock that we, and we went fast no, enough no, that no. we fell. What I mean is, I don't know, like, were, was one of... Were you distracted driving? Like, no, did, no, so did the game here, not so load something? Here's, what's ha- here what, here's what happened. We were driving, and the way that the camera was positioned, I couldn't see that there was a cliff there. The guy jumped the thing, and I was like, oh, okay, it's safe to, it's safe to jump that. I jumped at full speed. He jumped at not full speed. He still fell off the cliff, though. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. He fell off behind us. I watched him when we were playing. He did? Fuck. Yeah, he fell off behind us. Oh, I was too busy laughing. Oh, it was hilarious. It was because fu- I know I was distracted. Yeah. I had like gotten a text or something and picked up my phone and then I'm like, why are we falling off a cliff? Yep. 
we, we, have, we have fallen into the pattern uh, in playing that game of me drive cave shoot. Mm-hmm. Because I'm terrible at driving in Borderlands. I'm terrible at driving in most video games. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. I'm good in Saints Row, so whenever we uh, decide to play Saints Row together, I'll be able to drive in that, but... Anyway, anything else you've been playing, Alex? Uh, no, I've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen all month, because I have a free month. I'm going to get every last bit of it well, before then. it's too late, and I have to play. All right, then, yeah, so before we move on to my stuff, I guess i got to change the battery in the quarter, so we'll be back in a second. Yay! <laughs> back everybody sorry about that uh so on to me i beat the witcher 3 finally Hooray. The, the choice i made laid, led to genocide yay oh, i love those choices uh, yep that's the thing with well, these witcher- was was wait what was the choice was it willful genocide or was it hey doing this one thing led to genocide doing this one I thing no led idea. to genocide oh yeah but did, those did, are did you know it was going to be genocide when you knew it nope Oh, okay. So yeah. here's so, yeah. So here's the thing. So the choice. So so the choice I made was was I encourage Siri to become a Witcher like me. Okay. Which then led to Nilfgaard losing the war, Emerus being murdered, and then the fucking ch- and the fucking church and Radovid doing mass genocide on all the non-human races. So you're the w- reason we don't have any fantasy elements in the modern world. It Thanks was a you. lot, Dad. How yeah. dare you? So if I had so so apparently this is this is, this is just me fucking guessing. So I guess what that means is if I had of let Siri if I had of like gone down the path of having Siri leave and become the Empress of Nilfgaard, then things would have been fine. Yeah, then she would have said no. No genocide. Yeah, she would. Bad. Why would she, you even think that? She would have won the war. See, so, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like it's. It's one of the, it's again those things of hey, I made this innocuous choice. Whoops, everyone's dead. Which is kind of it's kind of Witcher. what's built into the Witcher DNA, like just based on the te- based on like the show and what I've read the Last Wish, where it is. Where it's like, oh, hey, you made this innocuous choice, but hey, choices have consequences. Even the ones about which side to butter your toast on. Yep. Yep. Oh, you but oh, you butter going from right to left. Well, that means you that means your dad's gonna die. Oh, you butter from left to right. The country's gone. <laughs> oh no! It landed butter side up. That means the devil is coming. <laughs> oh god, that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! At some point, man, we need to do that. Oh, why? Because why it'd be funny so much. Why? <laughs> I thought we were friends. It's fine. You, you can had... dr- you can get drunk beforehand. Uh, but then I get irate and confrontational. I've been actually trying to avoid getting drunk for things. <sighs> <sighs> anyway, yeah, that's not about Witcher Three. Um, moving on from there. Um, I beat Yakuza Four. Cool. I'm yeah. starting Yakuza Kiwami soon. Uh, yeah, I've, I've also gotten into Yakuza 5, so I'm just going to kind of like talk about them together. Uh, but yeah, Yakuza 4. That game was good. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it more than 3. I think 3 might be my least favorite Yakuza so far. 
But the thing that I am kind of getting tired of is the near deification of Kiryu. Oh. Because in that game, I... So, like, in Yakuza 4, you play as four different protagonists. You play as Shun, a former banker, turned homeless man, turned billionaire moneylender. Um, Saijima, a former Yakuza from a from an affiliated clan, and Goro Majima's uh, fucking blood brother, who recently escaped prison. Um, Tanamura, a cop who shakes down Yakuza affiliated businesses in order to pay, in order to help fund a organization that helps bring in um, non-documented refugees. And then arrest them or bring them into the country, bring them into the country. Okay. Yeah. And then Kiryu. And so like you build these guys up like you do Kiryu, like you you spend time with them, you bring in, like you dump points into them and stuff. And so by by the time you're done with them, they should be equivalent power to fucking Kiryu. You play as Kiryu though, you fight against both Tanamura and Akiyama. And you fucking stomp them. Like it, like it, it, while it was harder than the final boss fight, it was not actually that hard of a fight. Just kind of annoying. So these guys who you spend all this time with, I'm with, they both team up against Kiryu and neither of them. And like both of them together aren't a match. Oh, of course not. You think you you can beat Kiryu? I am the best character. Yeah. Don't you see the scowl? He's basically like Kenjiro. You just can't kill him. Yeah, which kind of fucking sucks. Because all these other characters are infinitely more interesting than Kiryu's become. So Kiryu started out as a solid protagonist. Like he was, he was very much like the Japanese ideal of a protagonist from like 1997. Which is appropriate because that's when the game came out. But like, times have progressed and... Like, Akiyama is really cool. Saijima has a lot of potential there, especially, like, with his relationship with Goro. Um, Tanamura was fun, and he was, like, an, he was like an interesting fighting style because his fighting style was all based around parrying. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, like, his, his when block. When I get to that game, I'm probably going to suck at him. Yeah, like, like, that's the thing. Like, like, like when you block as, when you block as, um, as Tanamura, like, for the first, like, five, for the first, like, two seconds of the block, it's just a parry. Yeah, I'm terrible with uh, block timing, so no, it's not even it's not even timing. It's just it's just when you hold down block, if you are hit in the first second or two of it, he parries. Like it, like if you are punched while he is glowing, he parries it, and then you eventually get an ability that doubles the length of time you you're able to parry. Okay, see that might make it doable for me. And yeah, it was. It was really interesting. And then fucking Kiryu comes in and goes, nope, I'm I'm more important. Blap. Haha. You thought you were more important than me? Yeah. And now we're into Yakuza 5, which I believe has five playable protagonists. And you get Kiryu out of the way early. Because at the start of, at the start of Yakuza 5, Kiryu is under an assumed identity working as a taxi driver in a part of the, in a part of the, uh, a part of Japan that we have not been to before. And the reason he is here under an assumed identity is so that no one finds out who Haruka's, like, Haruka, your adopted daughter, no one finds out your relationship between each other because Haruka's trying to become, like, a world-famous Japanese idol. Oh, Lord. 
<laughs> you, you get to play as her too eventually. So I'm assuming that's where a lot of the karaoke stuff is going to come in. Oh, fuck me. Which is great because I actually really like to play karaoke in Yakuza. It's weird as fuck, and the, like the timing on everything is kind of shitty because the actual speed at which the the actual speed at which the track hits the track goes changes as the song progresses. Fuck me. I still like it. I'm gonna have to play it. Just keep just carry you fucking just carry you, and also his voice actor just sitting in a fucking bar singing the song that you're doing as they just like they just like mournfully look at an old picture of you and your dad. Well, your Yakuza dad. I, I find that really fun and funny to look at. Uh, from there, uh, I installed and played a bit of Dead Rising 4. So you know Dead Rising? Did you enjoy it? Did yes. you enjoy it? Not really. That's a shame. Yeah, because this takes... Because Dead Rising is a very specific kind of game that has a very specific kind of play style to it that makes it that makes it so distinct from everything else that is out there. Dead Rising 4 removes all of that. Okay. How does Dead Rising 4 fuck it up? By making everything instant, by making everything instanced and not having the ability to restart while maintaining your progression. Like that's the, that's the thing with Dead Rising. With Dead Rising the way that a lot of people play Dead Rising is they will play the first they will play the first like two or three hours of it five times before progressing to the rest of the game. Because what you do is you go in and you suck. And so you play and you get you get PP and you build up and level up your character and then, and then you go and, to the bathroom. And then yeah, and then you start a point and then you get to a point where you're just like things are too bit too hard, so you restart the game. But because of the way Dead Rising works, you restart the game maintaining your level and progression. So essentially, you could fucking like you could fucking grind the first three hours of that game and max out, and w- at, which, at which point you would be at the end be able to progress onto the more difficult things that are happening later, like the lunatics. Yeah, and that's kind of what like Dead Rising one and is that what they call them? Yeah, they're lunatics. Is it the lunatics. Okay, and that's and that's what Dead Rising one and two were. I think with Dead Rising three, they moved away from that a bit and moved a bit more into the. Ridiculous! Hey, I duct taped a chainsaw onto a onto a sledgehammer. Now I got a fucking sledge chainsaw. Let's go! Like I'm pretty sure in that game you could call in airstrikes. I don't know. I never played Dead Rising. I I played Dead Rising one and two. Hated Dead Rising one. Enjoyed Dead Rising two. I hated the char- the main character Frank in Dead West. Rising one. Yeah, I hated him. Yeah, he's back in Saint- he's back in, De- in Dead Rising four. Of course he is. He was also back in Dead Rising two. Yeah, I remember him in Dead Rising 2. But I liked our main character better, so. Yeah, Chuck Green. But yeah, so so they essentially like they just take Dead Rising, remove all of the like weird difficult elements that gave the game the challenge that brought people to it, and then just made it kind of an made just kind of it like a instance it's it's now just a fucking chaos fucking thing. Just pick up just pick up a weapon and then swing it hard. And there are a lot of zombies around, so fun stuff will happen when you hit them. Combine weapons. Hey, look, you can fucking combine this. You combine this, this fucking. You combine a fucking tank of high of, of liquid nitrogen and this fucking anime sword that you found. You get to make a sword that shoots that shoots fucking ice bolts out of it. That's it's like Saints Row Four. A little bit. They, they just, but but with Saints Row Four. 
it was an open world and you were fucking like building this insane superpower character. In this, it's not that. You just it's all just busy work. It fun like funnily enough, in taking all of the charm out of Dead Rising and Dead, Dead Rising, Dead Rising 4 feels now just kind of like it feels like Dynasty Warriors minus the charm. I could see that. Yeah, it's all just busy work and bodies. Let's just, th- let's just throw all the fucking bodies at the camera and see what the fuck happens. I We're can being swarmed. see the uh, Dynasty Warriors thing. Yeah. It's, like, it's Dynasty Warriors. 30 guys are coming at me. Slash. Well, that was easy. Yep. I am kind of really looking forward to the Persona 5 Dynasty Warriors game. <sighs> I am curious about it. I might see if one of my friends will get it and borrow it off of them. Yeah, I, I played it. Because I've never played any of the Dynasty Warriors games. Yeah, so. well, to be fair, neither have I, but I did play the Hyrule Warriors game. I avoided that like the plague. I really enjoyed it. I played the I played the Gundam Dynasty Warriors game. It was okay. Yeah, like I am like God I am, damn it, Dynasty Warriors, stop sticking your hands in my soup. But I like your soup. If you combine it with my soup, it'll be even better soup. You say that, but it doesn't usually work that way. Are you sure? Nintendo seemed to like it. Why are you Alex Jones? <laughs> I'm not nearly sweaty enough to be Alex Jones. <laughs> Why is Alex Jones playing Dynasty Warriors? Look, we combine <laughs> the our soup. The globalists made me do it. Look, we combine our soups and I put the soups into the water to stop the frogs turning gay. <laughs> what? Look, it's fine. Look. Look. I got this bottle of brain force. We're going to put that into my soup. Then we'll combine it with your soup. Then we'll stop the soy boys. Oh, globalists. Globalists. You know, they banned me off YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) So weird. I'm now exclusive to live leak. Oh, that's where he is now. I know. Can can we continue, please? Can we continue, please? Yes, let's continue. Uh, so I played more of the Outer Worlds. I have reached the point I reach in all Fallout games where I've forgotten what I am trying to do and uninstalled the game. Ah, uh, yes. God damn it. It's a really good can't game. You, like, can't it, you have it tell you what to do? It is really good. But then I but then I fucked up one thing fucking three hours ago and didn't want to play through three hours of the game to fix it. What'd you fuck up? I... So I went to so I I was trying to get the I was trying to get the pass key in order to get onto that one planet. Mhm. And in order to get that, I had to either get 10,000 fucking credits or or collect three pieces of science or like get three pieces of scientific info from this fucking other planet from that had a distress signal going out. Yeah. I returned one of the pieces of the I returned one of the pieces oh, of the science thing to the fucking scientist. It's, it's pretty easy to get the money together. And, um, it was next to impossible for me. Okay. There was like I had I had been going I returned all of the scientific info and and just paid my way. Yeah, I at that time I had a thousand credits. I sold everything on me that I wasn't using. I then had fifteen hundred credits. Okay, this, yeah. No, it this sounds went, like you're gonna have to put a few hours of work in if you'd want if you want to do that one. Jeez. And this was with me going to going to every single fucking uh, like room I could find and getting every single piece of fucking random bullshit I could find, including just hacking into everything I could find. One of the things I couldn't one of the, like the one of the quests I had, I just couldn't do because I couldn't 
Like I like like so it, with that quest, I was like, okay, fuck that thing for now. I'll go do some other quests, like level up a bit, get some more money. I could not do any of the other quests I wanted to do because I wasn't high enough level. That is weird because I did not run into that issue at all. Like 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 there was the like I had to like reactivate this like one satellite and it's like okay it requires hacking skill of fifty. Fuck. I can't get uh, there. Are, there's gear and items that can raise your hack, your various skills that you not can high get enough that I, not high enough to what I needed. God damn it! Because the one because anyone that did do that required more money than I had. Um, did you sneak around behind uh, the shops and steal their bonus shit? Yeah. Okay, I've got no more suggestions. Yep i I hacked open every door I could find, stole everything that wasn't bolted down, and just fucking went and went and went. At th- I think, and yeah. So then, so then I saw. So I was like, okay, how the fuck do I actually progress in this after running around for two hours and not being able to do anything? And they say, oh yeah, it's just in the safe. You could just fucking steal it from her. So I tried that. Wasn't in the safe. What? Yep. The only way to get the item is to fucking turn in the stuff or pay money. So then I said, fuck it, and landed on the dangerous side of the planet. Tried, yeah. fighting, my, tried fighting my way through, and that didn't work because the fucking enemies there were three levels higher than me. So managed to sneak my way through or just run and got to the town that were I got to the town that the fucking pass was supposed to get me to. I was like, okay, I've made it there. Yes, get some side quests. Okay. What am I doing? And once I asked that question and couldn't answer it, I gave up. Because that's always what happens in these fucking games. They get so fucking expansive and massive in terms of just in terms of like what they're doing, which is fine for some people. I need a direction. Like one, like one of the reasons that like uh, that I praise Far Cry Three so much is that it still had that kind of same like expansive world of or just oh we got all these side quests and all this other shit you can do. You just fucking spend all this goddamn time just running around and then all of a sudden you get mauled by a tiger. But even with all of that going, I never forgot what I was doing there. With this, I'm trying to rescue these people. How, like, I'm trying to fucking wake up everyone on this ship. How does me doing this lead to that at all? And then it was just fucking white noise in my head because I could not figure it out. And there was probably a reason. There's pro- there probably a fucking, like, weird path of logic I could go down that would get me to it to do a satisfying answer at the time after spending fucking like three hours trying to get trying to like just progress the fucking game at all I just didn't I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to fucking go forward because I just couldn't care enough same thing happened when I played Fallout 3 same thing happened when I played Fallout New Vegas just get to a point where I'm just like okay what am I doing oh I don't know great Like, I don't need my hand held. I just need, I just need a place to go that will, that will tell me, like, I just, I just need a place that I can go that'll be like, hey, this is progression. Nothing in, like, nothing in the outer worlds felt like real progression. 
So there's no New Vegas to go to. Not really? Yeah, that was my biggest problem with The Outer Worlds, is that it didn't feel like there was ever a world that was, like, my goal. Yeah, because like, because you could, just by jumping between planets freely, well, freely, I say, none, none of them, like, the environments felt different. They didn't feel like different planets. Sorry, they didn't feel like different environments, really. Like, the actual look of the environment did change, but... There were similar enemies there. I think some of the I think some of the places actually had the same enemies. Um all the people felt the same. All the jokes felt the same. All the satire about like the fucking future that's all run by different corporations, that all felt the same. So it didn't really feel like you were going anywhere. Just just all felt it's all it's just all felt like busy work to me by the time I was done. So I uninstalled it, moved on to Borderlands 3. I'm enjoying it. I really need to go back and finish Borderlands 3. Yeah, I have no idea how far I am into it. Actually, I could think I could pull up the thing and it'll tell me. I'll get my game store library because that's what it's on. Yeah, I am. I've been playing the game for eight hours. Uh, I just made it to the uh, Malawan planet. That helps with anyone thing, but yeah, I've, I've been playing that game and I have been enjoying it. I have it's the, it's the kind of game that I like just kind of put like a podcast or like YouTube video on on my ex on my second monitor and I just fucking sit down and just play that, but kind of kind of absent mindedly almost. But one thing that is very strange in that is there is there weird attempts at trying to give the Vault Hunters in this game more character than the previous ones, because like going in, in Borderlands One, the characters had character in that they had in that they had an intro cutscene and that was basically it. Yeah. In Borderlands 2 it was a similar kind of thing except they had taken the characters in Borderlands 1 and made them characters. Yeah. Getting into Borderlands 3 you have a bit more of character. Like there are bits where your character is actually talking as a character and they will be able to in the, they're like they will semi-interact with people in the environment. But then you Oh, get, who'd you play as? Uh, I'm Amara, the Siren. Cool. I played as Snarky McIrish. Oh, you tell you potatoes. But yeah, um, yes, yeah, like in the in the in-game stuff, people will talk to you and interact with you. Like they will call you Vault Hunter, but then you will be able to respond to them in a way that feels appropriate for your character. Does it change anything? Probably not, but it feels different. But then you get into the actual cutscenes because there are actually cutscenes in this game with with the characters doing stuff, and you aren't involved in those at all. Yeah. So they are trying to build up this world and give this world an actual story and character without including the player. Like, like when you, like when you launch the fucking ship from uh, Pandora and go off to the first world and it's like Lilith talking to Ellie and the doctor and claptraps there. And she, and she has a name of the ship sanctuary. The vault hunter isn't there. They cease to exist. In in terms of like the actual cutscene stories, the pre-rendered stuff, claptrap is more important than the player. You is know, player what would be very interesting actually. Uh, what was uh, that? Talked over each other. As much, uh, the player is as customizable as he has ever been in Borderlands, which is, hey, I can give you a different head and color scheme. Yeah. 
Oh, because well, maybe they can't. But they don't, really, they don't even really. Thinking back to it, they don't even really interact with you in the cutscenes. Yeah, because you don't. They don't say anything. Like it's, it's not until you're out of the cutscene that they say something. Yeah. So if this in, were to be turned into a movie, you wouldn't need the main character. Yeah, and yeah, and like here's the, here's the thing. Like, yeah, you're customizable. You can technically customize Claptrap. The customization carries for Claptrap. Yep. You can give him a head thingy. Yes, you, you change his antenna. It can be an antenna. It can be bunny ears. It can be a coat hanger, or it can be a fucking conspiracy theorist hat. I gave him the conspiracy theorist hat. Same. I gave him the same. <laughs> yeah. So that carries over. But me changing the head of my model is apparently a bridge too far. Especially when they could have just used the base character model. Yeah. yeah like, I'm going to restart Borderlands 3 at some point soon. Excited that. Yeah, so that that is kind of my biggest problem with Borderlands right now is that it is, is that it just it is trying to build a story without the character of the main of the main player, while while also trying to give the main player character. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, that's it for what I've been playing. Uh, news-wise, I haven't been really keeping up on things. Yay. I've got news. Oh, you do? Yes. All right. You're pregnant? So, Decidia Final Fantasy uh, NT, the uh, the arcade version that uh, they made in Japan, basically, and then they later ported to PS4 and PS and uh, PC, is has been abandoned. Whoa. Aw. They gave up. They gave up on it because they didn't get much of a player base. Nice. Yeah, well, that's a shame for the player base. Yeah. So there was they're getting, one. So they're get, so they're getting one final update on March fifth, which one final character who is from Final Fantasy fifteen, which is probably not the one people would want, and uh, that's it. And they said the servers will be online for a while, but not forever. And they're not doing any more Dissidia games. Oh, that's an even more shame. Because I know a few people who love the Dissidia games. They were they were pretty interesting, but yeah, they like hey let's 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 try and get to the the arcade scene. Oh, the arcade scene is um, kind of not great anymore. Even in yeah, Japan, apparently. That's kind. Of, it does suck, but whatever. So that's the end of that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, there's that stuff. Uh, new release is coming out uh, this week. As uh, the Mega Man Zero ZX's Legacy Collection, which is the next the next grouping of fun, the next grouping of Mega Man games, because yeah, why make a new one? We can just repackage the old ones. Oh, if they're gonna repackage the old ones, I want the ones that were like, um, you you could could you could you were going through an RPG customizing your uh, Mega Man. Yeah, I don't think we're ever getting those. Yeah, I want them though. Want them? Yeah. Uh, also, that One Punch Man game's coming out. The One Punch Man game that looks One like punch. trash. Because I'm pretty sure it's just taking a One Punch Man skin and putting it over the old Dragon Ball Z Budokai engine. Well, apparently one of the things that they're doing, and I only know about this because I talked to one of the people at GameStop, is uh, if you make a team with One Punch Man on it, the only way you can get uh, One Punch Man to show up is to run the timer out. Huh. And then what? He because shows up and wins with one punch. He he literally yeah he shows up when the timer runs out and wins the match with one punch. So like if I were going to play that game, 
I would make a team out of the most useless heroes just to challenge myself to surviving long enough to get one punch man to show up. That sounds like it would be funny once. Yeah. But it would be give me, give me an excuse to use Moomin Rider. <laughs> hey, do you, you don't need an excuse to use Moomin Rider. That motherfucker is the most heroic motherfucker of them all. Yeah, but he is so weak. <laughs> yeah, he's so weak, but he fucking tries, man. Yeah. I love him. Moomin Rider is my favorite character. Moomin Rider is the best. <laughs> fucking, oh, hey, there's the Undersea King. I can never beat him. Better hit him with my bike. I'll hold him off while you run. Dies instantly. Yeah. I tried. Yeah. It's like, I'll hold him off while you wire my legs over there. <laughs> Poor Moomin Rider. <laughs> he just wants to help. And hey, he does. He, is, <laughs> he does help. He is. Yes, he does. But he is in so far over his head most of the time. Yeah. But hey, at- it's like the moment that um that uh uh Saitama joined the Hero Association is like everything started getting worse for Moomin Rider. Categorically worse. <laughs> yeah, but like at, at least he is one of the few heroes with self-awareness. Yeah. Like him and King, I think, are the two most self-aware heroes in the entire organization. I'm kind of shitty, but I've got my job and I'm going to do it. Yeah. Justice pedal! Yep. Moving Rider is great. Yeah. Anyway, next week, um, there's only one game coming out next week that actually seems really interesting to me, and it is a game it is a game from the creator of the, of the pigeon dating sim with music by the composer of Ace Attorney. And it is a murder mystery visual novel P-Cross game. I am instantly curious. Yes, it's called Murder by Numbers. It's coming out next uh, week. For, for the Americans who don't know, uh, P-Cross games are basically color by number things where you have to figure out what color goes in what square based off of the cross grid information. Yeah, you, you, have, you, have, like a, you have a grid in, a, in some configuration of five by five. Like some some numer some like some multiple of five by five, and then there are just numbers in there, and you have to just and then you have to like logic it out, figure out the placement of the placement of numbers in different blocks there, and they and then they form a picture. Uh, P cross three D was really big in the three DS. Like I think it actually had like a sub somewhat of an impact over here, and so it that was that was like taking the taking P cross and making it a three D thing. So it was like like cube of spaces with numbers on them. A regular P-Cross is just, you know, 2D grid. And then this is it's a... harder paint by numbers. Yeah, and this is, a, this is a fucking murder mystery game where I'm assuming you solve puzzles by solving P-Cross puzzles. Yes, yeah, so that's coming out next week on PC and Switch. I wonder if that's how you'll do your interrogations. Maybe. On Switch? I might have to play that. Yeah, I'm going to be trying to get a hold of it. It, it looks neat. Uh, and yeah, that's going to do it for this week. Thank y'all for joining us. We'll be back. Uh, we're not going to talk about Baldur's Gate? Uh, th- not really. Like, uh, Fair. Like, I, It's not coming out yet, so that's fair. Yeah. Is there I any information on it beyond, hey, Baldur's Gate? Uh, it'll be getting into early access by the end of the year. Oh, so we'll know what right. uh, classes be- are, are available. Yeah. Fingers crossed for Artificer. Oh, no. Anyway. They're never going to put Artificer in one of the main games. Yeah, that can do it for this week. Thank you all for joining us. We'll be back. Maybe. Hopefully. 
Fingers crossed. We'll be back in a month. We'll be back. Yep. Anyway, until then, I'm dead. I'm Alex. And I'm Cave. We'll see you guys next time. I don't remember what order we were in. (laughs) Goodbye. Have a wonderful time.